Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to episode two of the weekly 411. Today's topic is men's mental health. I'm joined by friends and um, some guests for this episode. Um, we've got Jake Gibson. Hi everyone. We've got uh, Guy Greenwood. One, one. And we've got um, Frankie Barbieri. Hello. Let's see you say your last name, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. you got that in the first day. Nah, got it, mate. Okay, so uh, today we are talking about men's mental health, why it's important uh, to stay positive and, you know, men's mental health's obviously become a big thing. Um, we'll start by talking about the importance of it and what it means to us as individuals. So mental health to me, obviously, you know, we all know it's essential to kind of, you know, be positive and, you know, stay active, like mentally and things like that. And there's like, you know, there's multiple things people do to like do that. Like, you know, for why you might, I don't know, like people, a lot of people, like I remember ages ago, I was looking at like getting, like, so I remember for a bit, I felt like crap for a bit. I remember I was thinking about getting into running or like starting to, do you remember when I was saying to you, Jake, yeah. about how yeah, like, encouraging you to do that stuff as yeah. well. But like, obviously like I never did, but like obviously people do like different things like to obviously, you know, yeah, it's about stay what works happy for you, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like people do like obviously different things um, to kind of you know stay positive and just stay active. So obviously, you know, for me, like some t- for me, like obviously when I'm obviously when I'm in when I'm in Nottingham, um, sometimes I can kind of obviously you know will feel like crap sometimes and like I don't know sometimes I'll just kind of stay in my room or whatever or I'll just but like. But if I'm just sat there, like with my thoughts or whatever, like it kind of gets, I don't know, like you don't like, I don't like to be in other times. Do you know what I mean? Like I just don't. It's not. It's not always good. Like it's always good. Like because obviously you know you linger on um you just end up lingering on like the negative emotions and you overthink and then anxiety kicks in and all this other thing, all these other things. But um, yeah. So for me, like I think a big thing, like to keep me kind of positive. I don't know. He's like socializing like i'd say i'm pretty uh i'd say i'm pretty uh yeah sociable sociable <laughs> sociable yeah so one sociable i'd say i'm pretty sociable so like one and like I, yeah like obviously you guys um talking to you guys all the time uh talking to obviously people here from back obviously from birmingham um yeah i think that i think that's one big thing for me like like socializing and keeping myself like oh you know talk to other people that's something that kind of is good for me and that's what I need because otherwise without I end up just becoming desolate so quickly and I get so boring and I'm like oh but you know um so we'll start off by uh talking about hang on yeah so guy let's go to guy mm-hmm. so what does uh mental health mean for you in particular mental health mean for me um yes. Mental health is usually my inability to get up in the morning. Uh, so it's just sort of struggling to start the day and struggling to just start things. And I think that's just due to like anxiety and things like you were saying before. Uh, yeah. But I think you just got to find coping mechanisms to deal with it. So I was meditating this morning that and that was how I got out of bed. Other times you might do other things um but it's all about like finding what works for you 
to help you overcome the challenges within your mental health and like yeah. overcome the negative and Definitely. being able to carry on. Uh, Jake, what about you? What would you say like kind of, you know, keeps you mentally active and what does mental health basically mean to you? Um, well, for me, it's a bit like what you both said, but personally, it's like, I find myself running out of energy sometimes just to do stuff. So it's like what Guy says a bit about getting up in the morning, you know, just starting your day. Like if I don't do my routine or if I don't do exercise or just like the stuff that I need to do, then yeah, I find myself just not starting the day properly. And yeah, that's something that obviously I'm trying to work on as well. Like yeah. doing meditation helps, uh, definitely exercise um but yeah just keeping myself distracted not too distracted but just focusing on the stuff I need to do you know to be yeah, productive yeah because yeah, I know like, a lot in, in first year like I used to like waking up and going to uni like I used to literally just love and lie there all the time yeah. and then you know obviously mentally obviously it's not good like physically like you know you're getting you're being lazy and whatever but I find that having a routine, getting up, being productive, is like, it's essential. Like, but obviously like a few weeks ago, like when I was working out, like obviously when I was back in nuts, like I'd wake up, like I'd do what I need to do. I'd work out, shower, like I had something going. Like it's about like having like a routine and it's something that, I don't know, it's just good to have in it. Like it keeps me, it keeps me like focused. Like I've got something, I've got something like I need to do every day. Like even though, yeah, yeah, like it might get repetitive. Like it's something that gets me through it rather than just loving lying all, all day and say if I feel like crap, like, you know, like I'm not lying there thinking about it. Like if I feel like crap, I'm still getting up and I'm like still doing something. Um, yeah. yeah, Frank, Frank, what would you say for you? Like what, what does mental health mean to you? Um, I don't, it's, it's quite a... um. I don't know, I guess it's like what Jake and Guy said earlier. It's just like, you just get, when you wake up, you kind of get this feeling when, when you are quite down and you wake up and you're automatically like in a bad mood or in a state of like feeling lethargic or just not really wanting to do anything. Like, I don't know, for the last few months, I've been feeling quite good. And, um, you know, you wake up and you kind of do have a bit of excitement for the day or you just, you know, you you kind of want to do stuff, but I, I kind of had like an issue like last week or the week before that's kind of put me back in that state of feeling quite bad. And it's kind of triggered kind of mental like health stuff I'd had before. And you can yeah. just, you can, you can feel the difference when you wake up, you're just automatically in a bad mood. Like your benchmark mood is just down yeah. Yeah. and you wake up and you feel annoyed. You wake up, you feel like down, sad, like tired and it's it's difficult to kind of you know get out of that when you are in that place and you know like you said you go running or you do stuff to kind of help with that yeah but when you are in that state of feeling tired feeling down feeling bad you don't really want to it's not that you don't want to but you you feel like you can't bring yourself to do that so you kind of get stuck in this little cycle it's like you want to try and get better and you know do stuff to help mm. it but then you kind of you, you don't feel like you can 
Yeah, and, um, definitely. Yeah, that's that's just kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like oh. that's why you got your mates around you though, because uh, yeah. then they can be like, yeah, no, you need to get on this. Like, come on, let's go and do like exercise or let's just sit down and meditate together or just sit down and chat and like that's really important I think and it's yeah that's when you need to like reach out and be like hey guys I'm not all right yeah like I need some help yeah because I remember like literally like like when we uh I think uh I remember I was saying to like Jake before like oh yeah like I'll be we'll go on to like I'll go on like some runs or whatever and every time like you'd like come on like you'd always be there like going oh just come on man like you know just just do it like just do what like and you keep always telling me like obviously you know obviously yeah like I'm I'm fine like mentally but obviously you know it's good to have those things to do like that kind of keeps you active mentally and physically so obviously you know obviously mental health is important but obviously you know physically as well like your health is important overall everything contributes so it's a massive connection between like the the mind and the body that people don't even realize like you're so closely related your physical health and your mental health yeah, because you notice when you do start exercising, you kind of get this little burst of like serotonin, and it it, it, it makes yeah. you feel happy sometimes. But yeah. yeah, it's just it's just about like as cliche as it is, it's about taking that first step and going from saying, "Oh, I will go and jog at some point," to actually going jogging, or I will exercise, to actually doing it. And I'm yeah. kind of a hmm. you know I'm one to talk about that because I keep saying like, "Oh, I'm going to do that," and then I never actually do it. But it's just yeah. that um it is that cliche of like being able to take that first step to you know everyone goes at their own pace don't they like it's just about turning that like hitting that domino for the next day like doing something that will help you the next day or maybe make you wake up with a bit more energy because you don't know when you're gonna feel like you're out of energy right because you will wake up one day you'll be full of beans you know excited for the day like frank said um but then some days you just wake up and it's just the complete opposite isn't it yeah, exactly. Because obviously, COVID, obviously, like, as much as, like, you know, we've heard about it about a billion freaking times, like, like, obviously, that hasn't helped, like, situations, because I remember, like, for me, like, going into that first period of lockdown, obviously, it was really weird, and I thought, oh, yeah, like, not going to uni and all that crap, like, it was going to be good, like, but I remember coming home, like, obviously, because I was isolated, like I said before, like, I need, I need to have that, I need to be socialising, like, for me to, function like I'm just like a socialite like honestly like I just talk and talk like and I need I need like, but it's, it's different obviously obviously yeah it's better it's fine it's obviously you still talk to people virtually but it's better when it's like you know physical like real life and I've never had mm. that like none of us had that like we were all trapped inside for ages like obviously yeah I, ha- I have got my mum and my younger sister but like you know I'm not gonna engage in conversation with them like I was trapped with them basically like they were annoying as they were annoying so I mean, they were annoying at the time, but obviously, you know, like, it was kind of difficult. Like, I found that difficult just staying here and then, like, you know. But obviously, everyone was on, a lot of people, a lot of young people in particular, were kind of, like, on that same boat where they felt just trapped. And, like, you know, obviously, it was, like, a whole, it was a whole new thing to us back then. Obviously, now, we obviously know a bit more about it, like, a year on. But then, it was, like, it was horrible, like, and look, it's like, I think Frank said earlier, like, you you notice, like, you notice how happy you are, right? And then you'll just suddenly feel like crap or whatever. And you just get to this horrible low. And it's just, 
honestly, like, it's not nice at all. But it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, in lockdown, like, I eventually, like, I, I remember like, seeing people, like, doing all these kind of different productive things, uh, finding things that was working for them. And obviously, last year, a bit, like, I think we got two weeks straight, which is, like, the most of the freaking worked out. Like, I worked out. And obviously that kind of got me like through some stuff. Like we still, I mean, I still, I think I still spoke to you guys. I think we, um, didn't we do like a lot of, um, what did we call, what did we do? We played, uh, was it Scribble? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, 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 I... we played Scribble a few times. And um, what was the other one called? Some, that, other, that, that Cards Against Humanity Online was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah played that. Yeah. that more. yeah, that was good. Like, see, like doing things like sure. that, like it kind of reminds, like, it, it just, Obviously, yeah, like, it's not, I couldn't get to see you guys in real life, so it wasn't, like, as good, but, you know, engaging like that, it was, you know, it was the best, it was the best of the situation that we had, so. But, yeah, it was sort yeah. of the best replacement we had at the time, because, like, obviously, me, you, and Priya were coming up with these things to do just before lockdown, like, we yeah. wanted this bucket list of stuff to do, and, like, it was a shame that yeah. that happened when it happened, to be honest, because we were looking forward to what that year had for us but literally yeah, man. cut short yeah that list just got terminated like obviously now obviously now like since the start of the year like obviously we've just, we've resumed it and added other things onto it and because obviously things are opening up now we can um, actually get out more and do things so hopefully mm-hmm. obviously but there are still a lot of like young men in particular that obviously struggle with uh, their mental health and Obviously, we all know that um, men's suicide rates, uh, it's like the number one killer for like young men. And obviously, it's like a lot more men that um, take their own lives over women. So obviously, that's a kind of problem that, you know, obviously needs investigating. But at the same time, like, if I was at that point, like where I was like really low or like, obviously, I'd reach out to someone on my own terms. Like I'd hate, I'd hate to have someone kind of be sat there to me and go oh like are you all right like do you know what i mean like do you know what i mean like that constant yeah, yeah it's a classic like, like oh i'm here yeah. if you need to talk kind of thing and yeah that's what i'm saying it's like it's like nah obviously yeah i get obviously i appreciate it like you know you can but it just it's mm. just i don't know like for me like i feel like look, I, talk, I don't talk i talk to like i talk to everyone about like everything but i feel like i'd rather just have maybe sit with one person and just kind of like talk and be like, yeah, blah blah blah. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, it's just like off the cuff, more than like a planned thing, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sometimes it feels just more natural just to talk about it in the moment. Like I've done with Guy, like, and say the last couple of days, like we just start talking mm. about these things like yeah. randomly, and like sometimes that's easier for people than just like saying like, oh, I can talk to you, like you can talk yeah. to me if you want. Um, yeah, exactly. Because it's just, just kind more of natural. It. Yeah. It's not one of those things where you're like, yeah, um, kind of like, like you just said, like, I'd rather it just be like a conversation that just happens rather than it be like, oh, yeah, you can, can talk to me, whatever. Like, I get that. Like, obviously, yeah, that's fine. But it's better if it's like, if it just comes naturally, you just kind of just start venting and whatever. Because obviously, if you hold things in, well, that's where it's probably going to obviously get to you and yeah, make you feel yeah, like crap. I, I think it's quite difficult if you know, someone's kind of said to you when, when you're not particularly ready to talk about it and someone said, like, what's up? Like, is everything okay? It's kind of difficult to kind of get it all out. Whereas when you kind of 
try when you speak about it on your own terms it's so much easier to truly kind of express how you're feeling um yeah. like for example i think the other week uh when dylan came in my room when everyone was drinking downstairs i i like i had like a ongoing problem and um i just i needed like someone to speak to and you know if for example i wasn't ready to speak and dylan came and said like i oh, was everything okay it might have been quite difficult to kind of say exactly how i felt but i don't i, I got a feeling that i needed to kind of speak to someone and it just so happened dylan came in the room and we had like a really productive chat and i was just able to get everything off my chest and i think that's quite important in, in breaking down the stigma of men talking about their mental health because it is you know it is that kind of stigma that I keep saying cliche um, that men do find it quite difficult to open up for various reasons because of you know it, it's, it's like guys have to be like the tough the tough ones and they that you know they keep it to themselves it's, it's obviously quite like an outdated trope yeah. but um, yeah I, 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 th- I think it just needs to be it's, it is being normalised a lot more now in media it's kind of it's almost like um People say it's not talked about enough, but where it kind of feels like now it is, it is being yeah. talked about enough. But it, for some people, that doesn't really help. You know, they can see it on advertising boards and on Twitter and everywhere telling men to open up. But it's only when they feel ready themselves that they are able to open up and then get them problems out there in order to help yeah. solve it. Yeah, because there's definitely like obviously more attention to it now. Like a lot of yeah. awareness has been raised. Uh, raised uh raised in like a few the past few years because like for me it was something like obviously i never used to really pay attention to like because i never really had those kind of problems maybe like up until maybe i left school like obviously yeah everyone gets their sad days but i never like had something like like i never wasn't i wasn't really aware of like how important it is like to kind of open up and talk and whatever it it doesn't feel like it's been it was kind of talked about much until about like four or five years ago. Yes, I'm saying. And obviously yeah, that was yeah. when we were coming out of like GCSEs and everything. So yeah. everything, everything we may have felt before then felt quite foreign. It just felt like, oh, I just feel sad. Whereas now you kind of, we're more educated on the idea of mental yeah. health and kind of yeah. are able to realise it. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, I was just going to say, add that... Um, it, like going back to that whole thing about being in school and stuff like I remember high school being like one of the worst times of my like life for my mental health um just with like the pressure of exams and some stuff that was going on in my personal life and I just remember like you'd grown up with this idea of uh, I'd grown up with this idea of like you need to be a man and you know like like a man just like looks after it like the family like provides for them like he protects them so he's like got to be strong and shit <laughs> you have to believe that right. um, right. uh, yeah no nah, but you just yeah so like this idea of being a man and just being uh, having to look after everyone and having to be strong like mentally and physically and then I was just in high school and I, I just, I wasn't going through all this stuff. It just like, I wore me down and I like, I wasn't strong anymore. And then that's kind of like where I sort of lost it in a sense, like where I started to rediscover what it meant 
to be a man and like to have feelings and to deal with those feelings and process them in a healthy way that means that you're building on yourself and you're improving rather than holding them back and holding them down and uh then like they're building up and eventually they'll just come out yeah because obviously it's gonna happen feelings aren't like bound to like one person like obviously yeah like that's how that's how it used to kind of come across like you know men wouldn't talk about their feelings like it'd be obviously girls who would be you know the sensitive ones or whatever but really like stereotypes. It, that, it's, it's just stereotypes and it's all this kind of thing but really in fact it's like talking about your feelings isn't just based on gender it's it's part of like being a human being like having feel like we've all got like feelings and emotions and stuff so obviously you know it's like a natural thing so I don't like I've never kind of understood like I've genuinely never understood that kind of way of thinking where people are like you know oh it's just it just seems like outdated like way outdated you know what I mean but yeah mm. but based on what you were saying like in school like every time like in school like I thought I was fine like personally I was fine like in school but when I look back like at myself like whether it, whether it be like videos or just whatever I think I'm like gosh like because I, I remember being I, I was I was probably I was kind of like I was way more insecure then and now I, now I look back and kind of like you know what I'm so glad I'm like not there anymore yeah I was kind of I was 16 like obviously now I'm 19 so you know as you get older like you, your kind of attitudes on different things like change but mm. like yeah I definitely I'm, I'm much happier with the person I am now like in how I've like kind of you know like developed my attitudes to things and I've essentially just gotten wiser like I just look back and think gosh like I just I, like, I don't I don't even like looking back like of me in school because it just reminds me of like how obviously yeah I was I was I was fine like like I said mentally I was fine but obviously I did feel like I had like a lot of insecurities but now I feel like I've got like a lot more confidence so but yeah for me like looking back at school like it's just stressful time like GCSEs and that and oh I remember like freaking walking to school I like read like revising and all that stuff like just because like I hadn't done it like I left it all to the last minute like I don't even know I've got GCSEs man but I've done it yeah so. everyone yeah, school <laughs> is a weird one it. school is weird because like it was things were so outdated in that time like obviously as you lot are saying with the mental health stuff and I just remember like just from school like you really couldn't open up at all about things like there was so much pressure on everyone just to be normal. And like the people that did like show weaknesses or even emotion, like were ridiculed, to be honest, especially in my school, like a boys school, like, yeah, we didn't have many girls showing emotion. So it was pretty much all about how you portrayed yourself and, and just showed to everyone like, yeah, I don't have emotions. I don't have insecurities, but everyone did. Yeah, exactly. Like, of course everyone mm. does but yeah i can't imagine it like in a boys school where it's just it's must be just like a whole different a whole different environment yeah. in it yeah. a whole different environment like closely when you go to like a normal school it's i don't know it's just like for me like i was like i said i was kind of fine in school but you know like i was i had like obviously loads of friends and things like that but yeah like definitely like i'm so much more happy with the person i am now as opposed to what like I thought about myself then and how I felt then and 
things like that. Like, I'm much happier with the friends I've got. Like, obviously, I've still got friends from school, but like, and obviously, I'm still talking to them, but obviously, I've got you guys now. And it's just, I think, yeah, like having these kind of attitudes has, like, now has probably just changed according to the awareness that's been like made in the most recent years. Cause it's just, I think it's weird how it all hasn't always been like a conscious part of life, like to kind of talk about mental health. Cause Mm -hmm. yeah, like I said, like I never, I probably never focused on it properly, properly up until like college. So yeah, it took leaving school and kind of me getting older to kind of get a grasp and a sense of, you know, what does it mean? Like what is what is mental health? Why is it important? And, you know, and then it took me to question myself and my own kind of mental state and be like, you know, like that. So, yeah, school. School's a weird one. Yeah. Um, right there. Yeah, also going to university as well definitely, like, makes you grow up and you are, like, so much more aware of who you are as a person. And like you were saying before, it wasn't, like, a conscious thing. Like, you wouldn't really think about how you're feeling, but definitely seeing other people going through their hardships and stuff does make you reflect a bit more like like maybe I'm not feeling as good as I should or you know it just helps you sort of recognize that stuff Mm. yeah how did you guys all feel when you went to like Unix obviously leaving school and then going to college sixth form and then taking a big step of moving away like that like how did you guys feel about that I was looking forward to it. Like it was probably like one of the best t- times in my life for some reason. But it's because like I was just dealing with so much shit at home that it was just a, an escape. Like it was finally my own place that I didn't have to deal with any of like the the uh, stuff that my parents and like my brother and everything else like that was going on yeah. at home. Uh, and it was just meant that I could get away from it all and I could come here and then I could just do me, you know, I could look yeah. after myself. I wouldn't have anyone telling me not to do things. I'd be able to do what I wanted, buy what food I wanted. And it would just be like so kind of freeing, really. Like it was like finally that freedom that I, like, I wanted to just yeah. completely like, control my life and things. And it just sort of gave me that. And yeah, now it felt really good at first, but then, obviously once you really get into it it's kind of like then you have to like build new friendships as well and that can be kind of scary uh I remember if it wasn't for me and Jake on like the first day like I probably wouldn't be like friends with you guys now crazy it's sort of crazy (laughs) yeah no I I I pretty much felt exactly the same coming to uni because like the year before coming to uni was probably like the worst kind of period of my life and for that entire year, I was just looking forward to coming to uni and just having, having like a completely fresh start away from everything back home. You know, you go to uni, you meet new friends. It's almost like a fresh start kind of feeling. And it does feel like that at first. Um, you know, like I said, I was for the entire year, I was looking forward to it. And I got here and it did feel good at the start. But then it kind of dawns on you, like how big, a challenge like it's gonna be meeting new friends especially with because me and Jake lived in the same accommodation last year and because we weren't living with flatmates it, it was almost like a student hotel it's like you had your own space if you didn't want to you didn't actually like had to socialize with anyone 
Whereas, you know, like a normal student accommodation, you're living with five other people. And because I'm, I'm not the most sociable, like sometimes I could be, sometimes I get these bursts of like being able to socialize, make friends and stuff like that. But most of the time I'm quite to myself. So I found it very difficult kind of making friends. Um, obviously, like you said, in a completely new place where you don't know anyone. And you do, I don't know, it, it was just like this really lonely feeling. And when you're coming there from like on the back of having like a really bad last 12 months, already like feeling really bad, it kind of, it, it just builds on it. And then you kind of get this feeling like this was meant to be my fresh start. And now it's, it feels even worse. And then it just kind of builds on that kind of feeling of hopelessness. And and again, it's just about trying to get out of that cycle, meeting new friends. So like I met Jake, through Jake, I met, you know, you lot. And then now we've got a house here. Whereas, you know, if that wasn't the case, I don't really know what I'd kind of be doing at uni. So yeah, it is about just turning those negatives into positives, trying, like, even if you don't feel it, trying to socialize, trying to make friends, trying to push yourself to do this stuff, because no matter how bad you are feeling, all it takes is, you know, meeting that one person and then, you know, you've got a group of friends at uni and you've got flatmates for next year and just all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like second that. Yeah, because like you say, like it is a fresh start coming to uni, depending on your mental state before. I definitely probably didn't have the best year before uni either. But you sort of do carry along the same problems that you have in a way. It's not mm-hmm. really a completely fresh start because you get to uni and then, yeah, you're happy to be here. It's different from home. But there's all the things that you've got to do to basically make your life at uni, isn't there? And yeah, it can mm. sort of leave you feeling a bit hopeless at times. But I just found that as a bit of a challenge, really, just to open myself to new experiences, you know, definitely meet new people. And yeah, you're sort of just facing your demons head on, really. Like anything that you struggle with, uni allows you to sort of focus on those things and you're more aware of them and that's where I think you get the most self-growth from uni yeah Um, yeah. it's definitely helped me a lot yeah I was gonna say like from yeah from the start of uni I feel like just since starting like wow nearly two years ago which is crazy it's like I've like built um like my personality and like me as a person has developed so much like I feel like and a lot of people will be like oh you've like you've changed I'm like but like not bad like not like not in a bad but like when I come home and like see friends they just go oh you're just different I'm like I kind of like sit there and go yeah like I feel like I was a whole not a whole different person but I was just a bit I don't know like didn't really know what you want yeah basically like I was kind of like floating like coming to uni and then obviously you know being here being in, well being in Nottingham even like it was obviously a change because I've got like a big family like it was weird, like, to not be around them, like, and see them when I, how often I usually do. So being, like, around some strangers, like, everyone has a stranger. Yeah, obviously, yeah, I wanted to do it for me. Like, I wanted to do the degree and I wanted to move away from home. But obviously doing all that, like, it's, it's obviously, it's going to be, it's still going to be weird, like, either way. And, it, yeah, it, it was weird because I remember, like, in freshers, like, oh, like, I got gosh pre-tell I got like so drunk right obviously I remember crying like sending like it all come out when I was drunk I was like crying saying like oh 
with just my family, my friends, like back home, whatever. Like I've got the videos, like they're terrible. Love but, you um, guys. Oh, Ooh. don't man, don't <laughs> start. Oh. But now, nah, like they're so bad. Like, I've got all those, and I think it just kind of. I mean, yeah, when I'm drunk, it just kind of comes out of me. But yeah, like I had like times where I'm kind of just like my door and be in my room, like in first year, and I just kind of. I just needed to like be alone for a bit because sometimes I'd be down about you know just missing family and whatever because obviously like I said it was a big change for us all um moving yeah. away so yeah I definitely feel like it was it was tough at first like the first few months then I adapted as everyone does like you get used to it um like you know you know uni's like the most like social social life just goes through the roof like you're so socially active um mm. So yeah, I think I think once I adapted, like I was I was fine, I was sweet, and then but obviously now, obviously yeah, everyone like I said, like we all still kind of feel like down and whatever, but it doesn't like that kind of side doesn't really bother me anymore just because you know of the point I'm at now. Like I'm I know where I'm at. I'm in second year uni. I know I'm a bit more confident and you know things like that. I just I just feel more comfortable as opposed to how I felt. When I first come here, because obviously, yeah, it was a big change at first, didn't it? So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, and no, I was quite lucky because I was in a house with uh, th- like we had like a third year and two second years, and then like there was like three first years, including me, uh, in this big house, and we just didn't like because I was applied late for accommodation, so I ended up in uh, in a, a house in sort of outskirts of Nottingham. But it was so nice to like, have that sort of different experience at first as well, because it just meant like the third and the second years, like, they knew like to go out where, where the best places were, like what nights to go out on. And like they already like, like could help me with just like socializing and like meeting new people and like getting like to grips with the whole idea of university and things. And then, like, having the first years there as well just meant you had someone to talk to, someone, like, on your level, a peer, who you could be like, oh, how are you finding, like, um, lectures and stuff? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, they're really weird or something. Like, you're all sat in a theatre together and it's completely different from uh, high school or college. And, uh, yeah, no, it was just nice to be able to have those different sort of um, perspectives on university there um, for me to uh, sort of engage with and uh, learn well learn from and yeah no I think it's about like I think it's about finding your people like obviously like obviously like I had we had flatmates we had flatmates when we like first moved in and obviously you know I was close (laughs) with all them like I still talked to like some of them um, sometimes and whatever Obviously, when I met you guys, like, through the year and whatever, like, we kind of, like, it was us. I found it that we were inviting you guys around and doing things, like, we like we're doing things together. So I was, like, I kind of questioned that. I was, like, well, like, I remember because we were both, we were like, both of us were looking for houses. So I was just, like, well, I might as well, like, obviously, we've got, like, a little group going here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, we're just, like, tend to yeah. do things together. We're chilled in my room all the time. Like, so... But it just made sense to be like, okay, like now I've got, I feel like I've got like a solid group, might as well, you know, and that's when we've got that house together and whatever. So I feel like when it comes to like, obviously coming to uni and whatever, it is about finding like, um, 
like a solid group of friends that you feel like you can, you know, that like you're comfortable around, you got to put a front on like around or anything like that. Because they're the kind of people that, you know, you're going to want to, you know, chill with all the time and you're going to talk to about like different things if you're struggling, because what's the point of having like friends if you, you know, if you feel kind of uncomfortable to talk to them about like mm. those kind of things, you know what I mean? So yeah. obviously, yeah, you don't have to always talk about those things, but it's nice to have, like it's nice to have that like choice. Like I, I feel like I can talk to them just because yeah. you know I'm comfortable with those yeah. friends. So definitely like forming that solid group was like it's essential. Just gotta be done. Yeah, I think you gotta realize as well that uh, yeah. sorry Frank, I'll let you That's right. just go to be a sec. Um, I think you gotta realize as well that uh, your housemates they're the people you're spending like your time around. So they're the people that if you are going to talk to someone, they're there all the time. So chances are you'll probably talk to them. And I think yeah. if you don't have good housemates or you don't know them very well, um, or if you're not very close with them, then it can be a lot harder to talk about things and to come out and be, and to get like your, uh, talk about your mental health and your problems that you're having. Yeah, definitely. What were you going to say, Frank? What were you going to say something as well? No, I was just, just going to say, because in first year, everyone's kind of in the same boat, like socially, like no one knows anyone. Everyone wants to make friends. So the important thing is just to reach out. Like if it's, I don't know, whether it be your flatmates or just like people in your course, everyone's there for the same reason. Like they want to make friends. They want to meet new people. So it is important to just kind of go out there, like say hi to people, like say, hi, my name's Frankie, to like these people. Because fair enough, like sometimes, you know, you might not get on with them or, you know, that you might not make a friend. But if you do, then again, it kind of open up, it opens up possibilities like this, you know, where you get on really well, then you get plans like with them to do stuff and then you meet new people. And then just from saying hi to that one person, you've got a whole new group of friends. And then, you know, second year you get a house together and stuff like that. It's that, that, that's the important thing. It's just like being like trying to socialize, trying to, make new friends and yeah yeah it's all part of just keeping yourself um active mentally and you know it's just because mm-hmm. obviously yeah like these are kind of obviously we're still like young these are probably the right some of the most significant like we're moving to uni into a whole different place probably one of the most i don't know significant changes we've probably had in our life so far so obviously now we're there like we're comfortable in our second years of like uni you know I'm, i mean i'm pretty sure we can all say like you know we're different to, I feel like we can all say that we kind of feel like we've changed somewhat it's um, impossible not to change if you've gone from you know back home at school to kind of moving on your own in a different part yeah. of the country it's impossible not to change that's what I'm saying yeah mm. like I, I think I feel like my accent my, my accent changed like, oh, I've been saying a yeah. way too much unironically <laughs> <laughs> my accent's just changed and people were like oh like I remember like in crosses like people were like are you from Birmingham? And I'd be like, I'd be like, what? Like, how can how can you tell? And then they'd be like, oh, I can just tell from your accent. And I'd be like, I, 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 throughout my whole life, I thought I didn't have an accent, and apparently I do. I mean, of course yeah. I do. Like, it makes sense, but I just never you're obviously. Brummy, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like Brummies, man. It's like Brummies. I'm, I'm Brummies. saying it's like the most refined accent. Like, nah, you yeah. must just hear yourself think. Yeah. Now, now oh. I do. Now, now I feel like now I feel like I do. Like being around other people like I can I, I can I kind of hear those their accents 
and then it kind of makes me focus on mine and I'm like, oh, that was so brummy of me. Like when I say certain <laughs> words, like I'm like, oh. But yeah. I just wanted to say, um, yeah, we're talking about all this like growth and stuff and like like how we've changed and how we've been like open to new experience and stuff. But I think you've also got to acknowledge that not everyone's the same. Like you've got to sort of appreciate that some people will mature at their own pace and like it's never going to be too late if you still like are in second year and you're just a person that hasn't really can't really cope with that social life yet like you need to remember it's you're going at your own pace and like you just need to just work out what's best for you and it's never too late really to get your life together so to speak um so yeah yeah that's all I wanted to yeah sure can I just add that you don't realize like how much being a teenager like and having like all those sort of like going through puberty and things as well really like affects your emotional state and it makes you way more sensitive to things as well and you don't really see that until like you start coming into like your 20s and you start maturing out of and like you start like becoming um yeah more mature and an adult um that you begin to see like how much like those hormones and stuff were really affecting you and really affecting like your body and your your mind and your life back then yeah I feel like as well like I just just as a reminder like a reminder to myself I could kind of there I'm like you know well these are the people like all these are the people that have moved away and you know we're kind of going through these changes themselves so I'm like there and I'm like yeah you know what like I'm not I'm not the only one feeling this way. Like probably there's probably loads of other people that feel this way or just don't feel the need to talk about it or just simply, you know, don't like, it's not worth talking about for them. But yeah, I, I always have to remind myself, like, you know, we're pretty much all on the same boat in terms of age and what we've been through and, you know, things like that. But yeah, so anything, is there any other points no one wants to make or anything, anything you want to say? All good. All right. No, well, good. thank you everybody for um, engaging um, and tune in for episode three, where I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about yet, but we'll find something. But thank you. Goodbye.